Hey guys, welcome back to Find Your Crime. So, per usual, I already have something else I want to do this week. And it's just because I haven't listened to enough of specific podcasts to kind of give you a full rundown. I mean, my my episodes are already so short that I hate to only listen to like five, six, seven episodes of something and then not be able to give you... Um, just my honest review of the entire channel. Like, I really need to have over half of the catalog watched or listened to, I think, before. And that's, like, for a very big catalog before I actually give you, you know, this short seven-minute review on them. So I'm really excited about what I'm going to do this week. And it's kind of just going over, I would say, the last two weeks of episodes that I have listened to and where I listen to them from because some of the the YouTube channels and even the podcasts that I'm going to talk about I don't know enough about the um the entire podcast or YouTube channel um to give you a definitive answer on whether or not I love everything about it but I can definitely give you reviews on the episodes that I listen to so let's get started Okay, so number one, Case File is back with a bang for 2021. I have missed them so much, and I'm so excited that they're back. So the case they talked about is um, Case 164, Cindy James. This is something, I'm not sure where I originally heard this story. I feel like um, possibly, oh, who was it? I'm, try, I'm trying to think. I feel like maybe Shauna Richardson did a case on this, um, but I know that Bailey Sarian has a video on it, And but I, I had heard it before Bailey Sarian, and I'm really happy to get an hour and 42-minute episode from Case File on this because this case has so many details, and just in case you haven't heard of the case or if you do know of the case but you haven't listened to this episode, I'm just going to read you what the description says on Case File on their podcast. Um, I'm, I'm looking on the podcast app for Apple. So it says, threatening phone calls, break-ins, slash pillows, arson attacks, and physical assaults. Cindy James of Vancouver, British Columbia was tormented by an unknown assailant for years. Moving houses didn't stop them, nor did the police or her roommate. Wait, that's not right. <laughs> nor did the, her policeman roommate or her personal alarm. So that is what the description says. And it's such a good detailed case because depending on what details you choose to leave out when talking about this, it's really going to depend on what you think happened. Um, if you listen to this case, the, the kind of um, conclusion that they come to at the end, and I say conclusion because, um, and I, I feel like the anonymous host does a great job at making sure it's not um, biased in any way. He's definitely not saying this is what happened. It's just kind of the last thing that they talk about. That is what I believe happened. So even if you have heard of this case and you're kind of dead set on what you feel happened, um, I definitely think you should listen to this. It's fantastically covered. Fantastically? Is that something? I don't know. And as always, we love the anonymous host. Um, I will say either way, regardless of what I think happened, this woman was failed. Um, she was failed horribly. So I, I don't want you to listen to it, get to the end, and think that I'm, I'm being um, heartless or anything. I just... I just feel like she was failed no matter what. 
All right, and now switching gears a little bit, um, I don't think it was this week. I think it was last week. True Crime Obsessed talked about um, the Untouchable documentary about Harvey Weinstein, and I'm going to read you that description from the podcast app. It says, Harvey Weinstein was one of the most powerful men in Hollywood. For decades, it was an open secret that he was also a sexual predator. Through interviews with the brave women who risked their very lives speaking out, Untouchable tells the story of how Harvey Weinstein was brought down after four decades of misconduct, misconduct, abuse, and rape. Again, if you're not a huge fan of the comedy true crime genre and haven't heard True Crime Obsessed, I highly recommend them. They do it in such a way that it just never feels disrespectful to me and never victim blaming or anything like that. Uh, but I think when you first hear true crime and comedy, there you think there's no way that those two things can go together. And sometimes I need that. I don't need to laugh about crime. I just need to listen to something that I'm interested in and then on the opposite, like laugh about some of the things they're talking about because they're not really or not always talking about the people themselves. They're basically picking apart a documentary um, and then they're talking about the case, but just 100% recommend them. They're such awesome people. And then if you are a member of the True Crime Obsessed Patreon, they just got done doing A Wilderness of Error, and they just finished their episode five. It's a total of five episodes, and this was the last one, and I'm going to read you the details from episode one just to kind of give you an idea of what the entire thing was about, because I had never heard of this case. It says, around 2 a.m. on the morning of February 17, 1970, Jeffrey McDonald's family was savagely attacked in their home. Jeffrey was the only one to survive. His wife and two young daughters had been, had been beaten and stabbed to death. Jeffrey said it had been a band of hippies, three men and a girl in a floppy hat, who had broken in and committed the murders. But almost immediately, his story seemed suspicious. Could he have killed his family, and if so, why? Get ready, fam. This one is a journey. So just from listening to them talk about it, I guess this was a huge case in, back in the day, and I had never heard of it. Um, and a lot of times I'll still listen even if I've heard the case because there might be something I don't know. But it is nice to find cases, specifically ones far back, because I, I hate to think of stuff like this happening nowadays even though I know it does. But it, it's nice to hear new details of cases that I've never heard before. And then back on the regular True Crime Obsessed feed, they did episodes one and two of Murder on Middle Beach, and here's what the description says. On March 3, 2010, 48-year-old Barbara Beach Hamburg was found murdered in the side yard of her house in the wealthy town of Madison, Connecticut. The murder had been brutal and personal and completely changed the lives of Barbara's two kids, 18-year-old Madison and 16-year-old Allie. As years passed, Barbara's murder remained unsolved and rumors swirled about who could have done it. Was it Barbara's ex-husband, with whom she'd had a bitter divorce? Was it her sister Conway, who'd always lived in Barbara's shadows? Could Allie have done it, or could it have been someone Barbara that could? If, whoops, <laughs> or could someone else have wanted Barbara dead? Over the course of eight years, Madison, Barbara's son, investigated her death by interviewing everyone in his family in a desperate quest to finally figure out what happened. And then, so I listened to that, and then on the Patreon, they have episodes two and three. And I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, that 
the regular part two, the episodes three and four, will be on the regular feed next week, but I've already listened to them. Next up, sticking with that true crime comedy, I listened to Obsessed with Disappeared, um, which is true crime obsessed host Patrick Hines and then his friend Broadway is Broadway's Ellen Marsh. They talked about the Springfield Three, which is such a frustrating case, and I almost didn't listen to it because I feel like that case is so heavily covered within the true crime community. I thought there's nothing I'm going to hear, but they're covering... Um, is it Oxygen or ID Channel's um, Disappeared show? So I went ahead and listened to it because I do love their banter back and forth. Um, and there were actually a few things that I wasn't aware of to begin with. Um, so here is what that description says from their episode. Cheryl Levitt, her daughter Susie Streeter, and Stacy McCall mysteriously vanished on Sunday, June 7, 1992, just hours after attending the girls' high school graduation. All of their personal belongings, including cars and purses, were left behind. There were no signs of a struggle except a broken porch light globe. There was also a message on the answering machine that police might have provided a clue about the disappearances, but it was inadvertently erased. It is, it's one of the most famous and baffling missing person cases of our time, and we have lots to say about it. So after that, I had saw a post in one of, it was either True Crime Obsessed or Obsessed with Disappeared in their Facebook group talking about a documentary called Allison, and it was about Allison Botha, and I had never heard of this case before. So I just searched it in my podcast app, and an episode came up. And it's a channel that I had never heard of before, and it's called Wife of Crime. And I don't really want to give too much, Im or not information, but too much personal um, opinions on the channel, just because this is the only episode I've listened to, and I'm just not sure how I feel about it yet. But this case is incredible, so I would definitely recommend looking into this case. You can listen to this episode if you want. There are a ton of other ones to choose from, or even that documentary, which I think they said was on Amazon Prime. Um, but I just picked this one because I'd never heard it before, and here is what the description says. So the name of the episode is Not Me, Not Today, The Survival of Allison Botha. It says, on this week's episode, I tell Russ the most amazing survival story I have ever heard. This story is unfortunately not as well known as others, but it deserves to be. You will be shocked by Allison's Botha, whoops, Allison Botha's story of will and perseverance. I'm in awe of her and you will be too. Moral of this story, when you have a choice, choose life. So I really want to listen to some other episodes on Allison Botha. Um, this wasn't a bad episode at all, but I just, I know there's probably more information out there. This channel um, is the host telling her husband these true crime stories. So that's in the description she says I tell Russ that is her husband but this story is amazing I don't know how I had never heard of it before it was just incredible and I just started listening to don't come for me Jensen and holes the murder squad I don't know why I've never listened to their channel before but I wanted to start at the beginning because I wanted my husband to listen with listen to it with me too so I was like let's just start at the beginning and go from there so this is a, a pretty old episode um I started with episode one and that's William Bradford 
The episode notes say, Billy Jensen and Paul Holes with special guest Georgia Hardstark look into the, the case of killer William Bradford. They want your help to identify their victims and I, or to identify his victims. And then their second episode is on Terry Rasmussen. I feel like I'm probably saying that wrong. But from my understanding, this, their whole channel is about helping these cases. It's not about just, okay, we're going to tell you this story. You're going to be interested and we'll see you next week. They're telling you these stories and then they're telling you, hey, go here and look. Like, let's help solve finish solving these cases because in some cases it's okay we know who it is you know we have William Bradford we have this Terry Rasmussen I feel like I'm butchering the name but who cares he's a murderer and what they're what they're doing is okay we have these people but they're still unidentified victims let's help out here that was really just those two cases. I definitely um, recommend listening to them. I'm excited about starting a new podcast that has a ton of episodes. And I get to listen to it uh, with my husband, so that's nice. And just a little background, Billy Jensen is an investigative journalist. And then Paul Holes was an actual, um, I think he's a retired detective is detective the right word? I feel like I'm going to have to look this up. But um, it's not a comedy podcast. It's really straightforward. I really appreciate it. I think it is just fantastic. And another one I listened to that isn't brand new is our True Crime Podcast. And it's episode 104, Cold Justice. I think it's Sonia Ivan. It's spelled differently in the description and on the... Um, it's spelled... S-O-N-J-A in some places, and then S-O-N-Y-A in some places. So I'm not really sure how to say it, so I'm just going to say Sonia. And this description is pretty long, but I'm going to go ahead and read this to you. It says, 19-year-old Sonia Ivanhoff, Ivanhoff, not Ivan, I'm sorry, was a standout in her small community of Nome, Alaska. Sonia, who moved to Nome about two years prior, had made a name for herself on the basketball court in high school, so almost everyone knew Sonia. On the evening of August 10th, 2003, Sonia and her friend went out to have some fun. It was near midnight when the friends separated to do other things. When the roommate woke up the next morning and Sonia was not at home, worry set in. Police launched an investigation, but with only a seven-person police team, specialists had to be flown in. Officers were working the day were working day and night to find out what happened to Sonia. When the truth finally came out, it was not only shocking, but had been right in front of them the whole time. I have only heard two episodes from this podcast, and I don't remember the other one, but I, I specifically remember listening to this one in the last two weeks. So I don't have any say, um, I don't have any, you know, say here nor there whether or not you're going to love it or hate it. I didn't hate this episode, but they have like some sort of disclaimer at the ba at the beginning, um, basically saying we're going to be talking about things of a grim nature and it might thrill you or horrify you. I don't love that it says thrill you and that's my biggest thing. I haven't listened to any other episodes. I don't remember if it was on the other episode that I listened to, but I just didn't love that it said that. That's just my personal opinion though, so obviously feel free to listen to whatever you want. That was just my one little opinion on it. Um, I'm actually behind some on my YouTube, so I was trying to play catch up, um, and I watched two episodes on Daniel Hallen's channel. One of them was the murder of Leslie Palacio, 
And another one was the heartbreaking case of Melissa Platt. And oh wait, I listened to three because I listened to um, "Mother Murdered and Daughter Is Missing," missing Nicole and Ariana Fitz, and the Leslie Palacio one is just—it's so important right now. They're all important. <laughs> this one is very recent, the Leslie one, and those men are still wanted. And I think it's so important to get their faces out there. And Danielle, you know, gives you some specifics for identifying them. One might be a little bit easier to identify than others, especially now we're all walking around wearing masks and we can kind of just, you know, blend in anywhere and not be seen. And the one on Melissa Platt is is so important, I think, especially um, those who are in domestic violence situations. And I I just, I, the older I get, the more I see how it's not so cut and dry. And I think I, I, it's been like this for a while for me, but I think when I'm younger, first off, <laughs> I grew up watching Lifetime movies with my mom. So you see these women and it's so easy to be like, well, gosh, it's so easy to get out of the situation. And it's not. It's such a vicious cycle and that definitely needs to be dealt with. But also, hey, don't abuse people. Like, that's where it really needs to start. Like, I feel like the women get harped on a lot. But the biggest thing is, can we have abusers not abuse people? I say women, like men can get abused too. I'm just, this was a specific case. And then for Nicole and Ariana Fitz, so the the mother was murdered, but the daughter is still missing and she's um, very much believed to still be alive. So definitely check this out because she, she put some photos on there and it's just, it's such a heartbreaking case because this mom was truly trying to do so much to to get her life together and I just, I hate that this happened to her. And then I watched a few um, of Brooke McKenna's. I I watch Brooke McKenna's semi-regularly, and I, I mean, that's YouTube in general. I have to speed her audio up to either 1.25 or 1.5 because she speaks very slowly. And honestly, the 1.25 um, or even the one and a half sometimes, it, it honestly just sounds like she's talking at regular speed. Um, I don't think that this, I mean, I just think that's her speaking voice. So I'm not even saying anything bad about it. Just for personal preference, I speed her up a little bit. But I listened to an older case um, called The Starbucks Murders. And that one was just, it was so sad. And then I, I listened to... I say listen to, like I had the videos playing, but most of the time I have my phone sitting down somewhere else. Um, but she has a ton of new episodes that I didn't even realize. So I watched the um, the wife, it's, it's titled Wife Pushes um, Husband Out of 25th Floor. And in that video, she actually posts some of the um, interrogation room footage and it was a little, I, I know how I feel about the case. I'm probably not going to get into that a lot just because I don't know how um, popular my opinions will be. So I'm not even going to talk about that. Um, and then I went on to watch her video. Um, it might be our mo most recent video. It's on Michelle Von Emster. It's um, Shark Attack or Murder. And that one was just really all over the place too. And I definitely recommend Brooke McKenna's channel. She is such a sweetheart, and I just, I love watching her. And then Bailey Sarian, I listened to um, 
what did I watch of hers? I'm trying to think. Oh, I watched her video on um, Jodi Arias. So I, we all know what happened with Jodi Arias. I mean, it's no secret, but I love Bailey Syrian. So I just wanted to go ahead and watch that. She um, did a great job of covering it. It was a 47 minute long video. Um, I feel like I'm, th I'm, th I'm saying she left some stuff out, but I don't know where, where she would have put it in. That case is so long, especially with all like the hung juries and everything. Um, I do know that True Crime Obsessed has, I think it's on their Patreon, where they um, cover they cover a documentary that covers it, and it was it was incredible too. And then the last thing I want to talk about, which literally has nothing to do with true crime, um, is did anyone watch The Hills whenever it was out? I did. I watched Laguna Beach and I watched The Hills. I did not watch The City, um, but Whitney Port is like re uh, reacting to videos with her husband, and it is hilarious. So if you just need like maybe a little palate cleanser or you just need to relax and want to laugh a little bit, it is great. I highly recommend watching that. I'm on like season two, episode two right now. It's great because you're actually getting to watch the episode and then their reactions. It's, it's really funny. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I just really want to keep making episodes and I, I hate that I have to keep switching it around. So I apologize for that. Also, in just being completely honest, this is just a one take and let's go. I'm not editing this. I probably said um about 50,000 times and I want to apologize for that, but also that's kind of how I talk, so <laughs> I'm sorry. But if you have um, any suggestions or, you know, it doesn't even have to be specific to a, a full podcast channel. If I, if I end up to um, keep doing these types of episodes where I'm just talking about the episodes or podcasts that I've listened to, I don't have to have the entire um, library of a podcast or of a YouTube channel. Just send me a couple episodes or send me one episode and I'll listen to it. And I'm just really excited. Full disclosure, I hit my phone and um, YouTube started playing an ad for <laughs> Geico. So if you have um, any suggestions, you can find me at findyourcrime on Instagram or findyourcrimepod at gmail.com. I really appreciate you listening to this. If you have any questions or just want to talk, just get a hold of me um, through email or Instagram. And I hope you have a fantastic week.